Good to have you. Phil Michaels Show. Back at it. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, by the way, I guess, if I'm not mistaken here, the uh, the immersion into darkness will begin, uh, from what people are telling me, I guess Pat McAfee said something about it today. Uh, apparently Aaron Rodgers is going to go into the immersion uh, on Thursday. So it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which means he's going to come out next Sunday night or Sunday afternoon and probably alert the Packers as to what's going on uh, on maybe Monday. The world will find out. And then on Tuesday, we're going to talk about I still, that's why I just circled the 28th. I thought that just kind of makes the most sense. It's before the new league year. It's before free agency. Um, it uh, it still, you know, is is it's not quite pressing up against the clock, but it gives us all of another another week of speculation and such. So now we'll see if it if it actually takes place. Hey, if you're looking for a great new destination, now you're probably not there now, obviously, but maybe you're heading up this weekend. For the the Valentine's weekend, they had one last weekend. They got another one this weekend. The Four Seasons Island Resort Valentine's weekend. They have romance packages going on right now. However, however, coming up in uh, in a week after this weekend, next weekend, I'm heading up. Uh, we're going to go up and just kind of take some time and spend a weekend uh, away, uh, going to the Muscano Island Mardi Gras Festival on February 25th. Mardi Gras dining, dining specials, Mardi Gras entertainment, both Friday and Saturday. Uh, probably a pretty lit up Bill Michaels laying somewhere under a bar. It's going to be fantastic. So if you're looking for a destination up north in Pembine, Wisconsin, it is beautiful. It's historic. That is Four Seasons Island Resort. Resort. Call our girl Barb because that's who I'm talking to later this afternoon about some things as well. 715 715- 938-5110-715-938-5110. The Mardi Gras party is on, on the island. Looking forward to that. Maybe you still, you know, got some time. You want to go up and ski and you want to do some things at the uh, Pine Mountain Resort as well. You can check out their ski and uh, golf resort. Make some, uh, you know, for meeting space and stuff like that. Make some uh, make some reservations for that. Maybe going into uh, the summer months once uh, the golf course opens up. Beautiful golf course, by the way. Oh, my God. Beautiful golf course. But uh, I'm heading up to the Four Seasons Island Resort this uh, next weekend for the Mardi Gras Festival. So, again, get a hold of our girl Barb up there, B-A-R-B, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Good stuff. Uh, let's get back to the phone call, shall we? We've got uh, some people that have been on hold a while. We've got, uh, by the way, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 is going to join us. We're going to talk with him some Brewers baseball, some Bucks basketball. And we'll talk some Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Let's go to Todd listening to us in Mount Horeb. Todd, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Great show. Um, yeah, I, I don't really see the the fatigue. I get it that Rodgers every year likes to take some time to decide. But he come out. He came out and said, hey, this is about what I'm going to decide. And really hasn't said much else. So the media just goes mm-hmm. crazy with it. And they're doing all this stuff, speculating. they got to make stories. So... For me, the fatigue comes more on the media because I've already heard from Rogers. He's told me, "Hey, this is when I'm going to make my decision. I can wait till then and see what happens." He can't. Mm-hmm. Rogers, other than coming out early and saying what he wants to do, is the only way that he can stop that. So I don't really, I don't really put this fatigue on Rogers as much. He certainly has a little bit of blame, but right. other than that, I'm with the guy that called before. I just think um, 
if Rodgers wants to come back and play, we do it. We do it. We let him play. Um, I agree with you. I've heard you say a couple of times that um, I like Rodgers when somebody doubts him or somebody slights him because usually he comes back with a vengeance, and right. that would be great for this team. Um, but if he's not in, hey, I'm I'm all bored with letting him go. I still am not sold on love. I, I hope he turns out to be decent. I just I haven't seen enough of him, and I haven't heard enough that, you know, everybody's saying the correct political things when they're interviewed, such as Aaron Jones and others. Oh, he's going to be ready. But, of course, Aaron right. Jones comes back and says, yeah, I wish uh, – yeah, he's going to be ready, but I want I want Rogers back. So I mean, where where do right. you go with that? Uh, exactly, one hundred percent. Appreciate the phone call. Absolutely. Uh, I I look at uh, the the fatigue factor. I agree with you. It is fatiguing when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, understood. Um, but he does have a say. I mean, doing a weekly bit with uh, a weekly hit with. Pat McAfee, uh, again, if you don't want people to talk about you, then you don't come out and say anything. Uh, he he is asked honest questions, and he answers them honestly. But what Aaron Rodgers does is always it's that next thing. It's that next little statement, you know? So it, it goes back to, say, like, for example, and I used this uh, when I was doing some stuff with people in Radio Row. I said, look, it's... Um, when, you know, Pat McAfee asked him about, you know, the possibility of other teams and the Jets and such. And Rogers said, yeah, apparently there's been some conversations going on. You know, I haven't made up my mind yet. You know, he could have just said that. And then he says, and those conversations are going on without me. That's interesting. Now, he knows exactly what he's doing because that little nugget now says, oh, my God, he's not happy with Packers organization. Oh, my God, there's 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 a they're at a crossroads. Oh, my God, he he wants out. And. And all I kept thinking was, was the 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 term mutual that he kept using during the regular season, the mutual. The Packers have never said, and at least not publicly, that they don't want him back. Uh, Brian Gutekinds did say publicly he gives them the best chance to win. That he did say publicly, we want Aaron to be comfortable with whatever decision he makes. So we're going to give him his time. And then when he's ready to come back, okay. Um. You know, he did talk, I guess, uh, you know, Gudikins did with Rodgers. They talked about the season and what happened and thoughts about moving forward. So they did They did talk a little bit about that. They didn't get too much into the future because they wanted to see what his decision was going to be, Rodgers' decision. So, but, the, and, and even when the whole thing was, um, remember when Gudikins was asked specifically during the postseason uh, presser and he said, uh, one of the questions was, you know, why does Aaron talk about mutual? Gutekinds was emphatic to say, you'd have to ask him. We've never given him that indication that we didn't want him back. Remember that? He said that. So there are these things that, while, yeah, the media talks a lot about it, it tends to become a topic of conversation. I understand that. It gets fatiguing. But we th- that's not, we didn't state that. We're asking a question. Gudikins is like, I don't know where he got that. We we never said that. We want him back. You know? And I, I and McDuffie says, you know, GM talks are always half-truths. But so is what Rodgers is doing. It's, it's sometimes what they don't say. He never said, we don't want him back. He said, you'd have to ask Aaron because we've, ne- he legitimately said, we never gave him that indication. 
you know? So there's a lot there that, while I agree with you, that we, you can blame the media. That's the easy target. But if he doesn't want anybody to know anything, don't say, what's the old adage? Don't say anything. You know? Why do, why do most criminals get caught? One, either they leave some type of trace of evidence or they talk. If you never want anybody to know what your, what your deal is, you don't say anything at all. If you never say anything derogatory or, or negative or nothing will ever come back to you. It, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. I ran bars for years, and oh my God, the drama! That yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't like this girl. She doesn't like me. He's with him. No, she's with her. Oh my goodness! Wait a minute. They're friends. They can't be friends anymore because I'm mad at this person. I'm mad, at, and I just would say, I just would just oh, okay, really okay. Don't say a word. That way, nothing ever comes back to you. Same thing for Rogers. If you don't want anybody to talk, you, you just say, you know what? The next time you hear from me will be when I have a decision. Until then, I'll talk to you guys later. That's it. And then you fade away. And everybody waits. And if nothing is stated, nothing is reported. Nothing. It's that simple. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, the updated odds, by the way. Out of betonline.ag says Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Raiders, then the Jets and the Buccaneers and the 49ers. I, I think anybody in the NFC, you're, you're smoking rope, unless you're absolutely willing to give up the farm. Uh, Lamar Jackson, they say, ends up with the Falcons, the Jets, the Raiders, and the Bucks. Derek Carr, the Panthers, the Saints, the Jets, and the Bucks. That's if they leave their current teams. That's if they leave their current team, correct. If they leave their current team, I, I don't, I can't imagine that the, uh, I don't know, uh, the Raiders have some draft capital, but I, where I, I, th- most people that were out in, out in uh, Phoenix seems to think that it's the Jets, that the Jets want him the worst in the worst way. I, t- I, I talked last week too about how Vegas didn't really make sense to me if he really wanted to win. But mm-hmm. the one constant I kept going back to was Devontae. And I guess I've learned not to really try to put myself into his shoes because I would be wrong in assuming things with what he'll do or where he'll, where he'll go. The Devontae thing could just be it, where he's like, you know what? Like, that is the key to me being good. And then that's mm-hmm. why he goes there. I, um, yeah. I, um, I, I, there's got to be a tug there for Devontae, but let's be honest, okay? Do you really want to go where Josh McDaniel's a head coach? Nope. I I wouldn't. I I wouldn't want to see that. I <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to play there. I mean, if yeah, that's where he wants to go and hang out with Devontae, that's fine. But again, we're talking about where, what gives you the best opportunity to win. A, a championship and I don't think it's I don't think by any stretch it's it's the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders I just don't 
877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and give us a shout. Um, John says, if Roger steps outside of his darkness retreat and sees his shadow, do we get six more weeks of winter? <laughs> no, it's six more months of crap. Yeah. It would I be, think yeah, that's yeah. the difference. If he sees yeah, his shadow, exactly. it means he's not going to OTAs. Right. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Don't don't say that. I can't wait. Uh, oh, midsummer. The Brewers are, you know, playing okay ball, but nothing spectacular. You got Paige Sporanic bobblehead night, and the fan base is electrified. <laughs> They're just pushing the hell out of their golf simulators. You turn on the radio. Oh, right. guess what? Rogers isn't at OTAs. That's okay. Because um, Randall Cobb is back for his 30th year. <laughs> right? Uh, Dave says, love to see Aaron Rodgers traded to the Raiders. And the first quote from uh, from Josh McDaniels is, well, he has to earn my trust, of course. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> That'd be good. I like that. Uh, man. Uh, yeah, it's. Oh, God. Thomas says, I think 12 is going to emerge out of the darkness in an astronaut diaper. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, we're done with that. All right, let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Male Medical Treating Guys with ED. Erectile dysfunction all over the state. And you and really beyond the borders. Call call one number anywhere in the uh, continental U.S. 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. And uh, you can give them a buzz and they can hook you up with the location nearest you. If you are uh, suffering from ED. They can all but guarantee they can cure it. Uh, how about uh, a weight loss program? And they have a brand new one and accentuated program, which is even better. And uh, I'm talking to the guys today, as a matter of fact. I'm really looking forward to all of this. I'm down about six pounds. I lost weight during Super Bowl, or during the Super Bowl week, which I didn't think would be possible. But I did. And I feel great. Now, obviously, i got a ways to go, but... I feel great. So I lost weight during Super Bowl. I didn't think that would be possible, but it happened. So check out our friends at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. There you go. Hit them up. Uh, more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Joey and the gang over at Amadeus' Roadhouse, Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, closing in the near future. And uh, sad to say, because it's been an establishment for, God, decades. But uh, he's, he's sold the property, and there's going to be some development going on there. and uh, So you don't have uh, much time. So if you haven't been there in a while, go in and say, great career, and uh, see what uh, you know he has in store next. See what he has in store next. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Tom Silverstein uh, of the uh, Journal Sentinel says, uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, no NFL national reporter tied to his camp. Anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. Uh, basically, summary, they don't know blank. I can't say that word. Uh, he said, uh, all in this response to a report of the darkness retreat uh, starting on Monday. His darkness retreat started on Monday. Oh, this so, is awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, 
So he he is he's mad that people are talking about his darkness retreat. That they said it started Monday, but really it starts Thursday. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm you know we we just kind of assumed from his discussion that he was going in, but I don't think anybody really knew. Um. But I you know I have no idea. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I, you know, God, he's just so complicated and takes issue with so many different people. Now, he said nobody tied to his camp on his inner circle. Now, was he referring to Adam Schefter? Do you think, Ben? Maybe. If Who he's was talk- the reporter? That, was there a reporter that specifically said that he's gone into the, the darkness, so to speak? I believe Peter King did. Okay. But I, I would need to go find it. Okay. I think it was inferred, not reported. So then others reported the inference and then, you know, how the cycle works. Sure. Okay. I don't know. So I I couldn't honestly tell you, but yeah, it's, again, if you don't want anybody talking about it, don't say anything about it. But now it's out there. Now, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is legitimately answering a question. 100%. He's just answering a question. I understand all of that. Um, But, oh, well, what do you do, you know? Um, Apparently, uh, Rogers is irritated that reporters want to be first and not correct. He's irritated at Rappaport and Schefter and the likes Never met them, and they don't have his phone number, according to what some are saying over here on the Bud Light live stream. I, you know, again, he may not know Adam Schefter personally. He may not have ever met him. But again, it's, you know, there's you take it with a grain of salt because his representation is out of the same agency. Uh, but like I said, I for, for Adam Schefter, what I have done is I've kind of, I take it with a grain of salt. I... I um, do I think Schefter is one hundred percent correct? I don't know. I know he's been right on a lot of stuff. I don't disrespect the man for what his knowledge is. Nor do I look. And Aaron, let's be honest. And Aaron Rodgers has been full of crap on quite a few occasions. You know, I mean, he has not necessarily led people to think what he says is is God. He wanted you to believe that what he says is gospel, but we know now that. There are times where Aaron will fudge the words, and that necessarily isn't the truth. You know, he'll lead you to believe one thing while saying another. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not necessarily the most trustworthy person when it comes to some of the things that he, you know, he states as well. Sometimes it's you got to listen to what he's saying, and then if you begin to question it, you got to go, wait a minute, this might actually be true in a different way rather than exactly what it is he is saying. But oh, okay, he's mad at people reporting stuff. <laughs> just oh god, Aaron, just go into the darkness. You know, go enjoy yourself and tell us about the. I find it fascinating. Maybe he's going to come out and go. You know what? I'm I'm a new man. I've you know I I don't know. I don't think any of us have ever done it. Ben, have you ever gone into the darkness? Have you ever done a deprivation tank? No, uh, believe it or not, Ebo has. Sure, that isn't much of a surprise. No, it's not much of a surprise. I will say, though, after the game on Sunday, 
I have been considering the dark room thing. <laughs> like, just separate from everything. Okay. You don't have to see the all the channels, <clears throat> just Mahomes, Reed. Right. Yeah, you sit alone with your thoughts, which is either productive Mer- Merlin or says uh, Schefter's been, has been wrong as much as he's been right. Tell me what he's been, other than the Rodgers thing uh, a while back, what's he been wrong about, Merlin? Tell me. Give me 10 things he's been wrong about. That he said, this is going to happen and it didn't, or this trade's going down and it didn't. Because that's not true. And the reason I know it's not true is because they get their information fed to them by the NFL. And the only time it's not, the only time it wasn't 100% true um, was when he said Rodgers flat out was not coming back to Green Bay. That's it. Other than that, he's been pretty much dead on. Now, there's been speculation, and he'll say it's speculation, and sometimes he gets wrong on that, but when he reports something as a fact, uh, the only time I've ever known him to be wrong was when he flat out said Rodgers was not returning to the Green Bay Packers, and in fact, he did. That's it. Other than that, I have no idea. 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back because we want to get into uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58. is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him about a lot of this. And uh, Rogers continues to speak with Pat McAfee. So if anything else comes to that, we'll get into that nature as well. Uh, but we're going to talk some Bucks. We're going to talk some Brewers uh, also because uh, Kevin's, uh, Kevin's our baseball guy, man. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to head down to Maryvale and get back into, uh, you know, American Family Fields of Phoenix and start talking some Brewers baseball and, who knows? Maybe we're gonna. Maybe we'll join him before it's all said and then go down there for a few days and check out some spring training. But uh, stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Kevin Holden, CBS Fifty Eight, going to join us coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This portion of the program brought to you by the Social House. Uh, a lot of new menu items. If you're going uh, out tonight, maybe you're going to go out for a little beverage, take that special someone out, and you, you don't want to go anything fancy. You're just going to go get something to eat and share a moment together. Go out to the Social House, H-A-U-S, Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. And uh, they've got a lot of new menu items over there. Great place. Uh, a lot of fun, but uh, some really good beverages as well. But uh, some new menu items, which uh, I can – the Tiger Burger is fantastic. Some of the um, the appetizers are awesome. The uh, the new uh, meatball sub that they have, fantastic as well. Really good, and I've tried it all. So, uh, good stuff over there. Uh, joining us now on the uh, on the hotline is our buddy Kevin Holden from CBS Fifty Eight. Kevin, how you doing, buddy? Bill Michaels, ladies and gentlemen, man, it's uh, it's all good. This false spring thing has got me lulled a little bit. I gotta I gotta see some some more sun, more than just a day. Well, I, okay, let's uh, let's start into this. Uh, that you've got Aaron Rodgers, the Puxatawney Phil of football, who's getting ready to go in to the uh, to the deprivation chamber. Uh, give me your thoughts first and foremost, there. If he sees a shadow in that darkness, we got a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be number one. No, I think I, primarily, I know I know that this is 
Rodgers, very Aaron Rodgers-ish way of decompressing from a season. It's his way of, you know, sort of letting all of the stuff wash off of him, and he's going to, you know, get his mindset and, and think about a future. And I, yeah, whatever, that's fine. Everybody has a different process to get there. But he is, uh, I think, at the end of the day, no matter how much light you put on it, he's got uh, – tens of millions, several tens of millions of reasons to come back and play football for one more season. And I think he's uh, the type of guy that would not like to go out the way Aaron Rodgers went out, the way the Packers went out this past season without a playoff berth and with the numbers down and working with young guys and, and stuff like that. I think, uh, I think the competitive fire is too good. It's too strong for him to let that be the end. So I, I don't know if that means he ends up as a Packer. I, I still feel like my number one option is he's a Green Bay Packer next year. But uh, in whatever form, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is is playing football somewhere next year. I don't think he's done yet. Okay, which I completely agree with you. He's coming back. I don't think there's any doubt about that as to where. We'll have to wait and see. So uh, I want to move on to other stuff, but I want to ask you first and foremost, if you are the Packers and Rodgers calls you up and says, I want to come back, what do you, what would you do? Man, it's, it's tough because the, the, the heart portion of that is, is a no brainer for me. The heart portion of that says that you extend your heart there after, you know, a decade and a half of, of some of the great moments, uh, you know, anywhere. And you give him one more chance. He's been working with these young receivers. It'll be a year older. Hopefully you can build some stuff around him and, and, uh, you know, you could, could, I think you can be competitive in some form with Aaron Rodgers back next year. The head part of it is a way different animal, and it has to do with cap hits and numbers and, and the fact that, uh, that building a successful franchise is, by nature of the NFL, more difficult the more you end up paying a single player. And Rodgers is in a category where, you know, yeah, okay, maybe this is what he's worth, but what it does to the franchise is it keeps them from getting other pieces in place uh, that, that could build it as a, a championship-caliber team. I mean, we go back to the last two Packers Super Bowl champions, Reggie White Charles Woodson. Both came off the free agent market. Both cost a significant amount of money. Both paid off in a championship. You can't do that in this offseason if you're going to pay Rodgers what that contract stipulates <clears throat> or, or deal with, you know, cap hits and, and all of that other stuff. So it is – it's a, it's a difficult position for the Packers to be in. I think I would say yes because I tend to go hard overhead most of the time, but that's how I end up in, in weird situations too, and they could very easily, very easily end up in a weird situation if they bring him back. Okay, uh, I, I want to move on because I want to talk a little Brewers baseball, a little Bucks basketball. So the Brewers, uh, not a lot of big splashes this offseason, and they're running it back with some youth. They pick up a couple of pieces. We know that, uh, you know, obviously arbitration has not been the easiest thing for this team when it comes to reaching some contracts with some of the more expensive arms that they're eventually going to have. Uh, you know, looking at this team going in, because pitchers and catchers are about ready to report, what do you think of the Brewers offseason? Yeah, it's it's been, uh, unfortunately for a team that, that fell short of expectation, the offseason fell short of any kind of, you know, expectation of, of maintaining competitiveness. And it's, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily just a Brewers problem. I think there's financial, uh, in, not instability, but, but financial concern all throughout the game right now 
with the, the cable TV deals drying up and Valley uh, Sports about to go belly up. And I know that's weird that your on-field product would be tied to the broadcaster of your games, but it is a significant chunk of a lot of teams' operating capital. And in the Brewers' case, it's a giant chunk, even with the smaller TV contract. So I think I think that's been a bit of the driving force behind why you haven't seen much from the Brewers in the offseason. The, the thing about where they are at this exact moment is uh, uh, there are a lot of warts that are covered up by Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta when he's healthy, the same way the Packers have been covering up their warts with Aaron Rodgers all these years, that you have that one part of your game that's so strong and stands out so much that uh, that you can you can whiff on a couple of offensive free agent signings, you know, even if they're little ones, and it's okay. But I, as we know, that, that day is coming. They're going to have to pay or trade a couple of these guys and I, you know, I think that hater trade last year is a bit of a blueprint. I think they end up uh, maybe doing something similar with Corbin Burns, and it's going to break hearts when it happens. But the money structure is just too much. A, a frontline starting pitcher gets too much money uh, for the in the current economic cost of the Brewers to, to, to be able to keep them, sadly. So I, I think they can be really good and competitive, but only so far as the Burns and Woodruff of the world can take them. Yeah, that's uh, kind of where I'm at. I just uh, I, I don't know what to expect. I, I know they're relying on a little bit of youth, and who knows, maybe that comes up in surprises. But the last time they did that, it was a guy named Keston Hero who took forever to find his way and still fully hasn't for what the expectations were when he came in in Atlanta years ago as a rookie and lit it up to where he is today. So I, I just don't know if you can necessarily do that and have a lot of success. Uh, the rest of the division, though, it, you know, we know – the Cubs have gotten a little bit better. We know St. Louis is, I think, the the odds-on favorite to win the division. Is there are the Brewers capable of surprising? Uh, is Pittsburgh getting any better? Is Cincinnati any closer? Give me your thoughts on the division. Yeah, I think the the, the one thing that's working in the Brewers' favor is I don't know if anybody else took a giant step forward uh, in this off season. I mean, the Cubs made a couple of signings. They brought a couple of guys in, but. Be, you know, when you're talking about a team that's close to competing and you bring in a Dansby Swanson, that's a guy that puts you over the top. If you're not close to competing, Dansby Swanson isn't a guy that gets you to there. I just That's not that caliber of player. So I, the Cubs, to me, are, are not a team that's necessarily competitive. I don't think the Reds or Pirates really did, you know, anything to, to put themselves in a different light, uh, you know, for 2023. So, it begins, in my mind, as a two-team race. So the Brewers could benefit a couple of ways. You, you should have some easier games on the schedule. Even with the balanced uh, schedule this year, you'll still have a fair number of, you know, Pittsburghs and Cincinnatis and Chicagos on the schedule. And the other half is if, if some blip happens with the Cardinals, heaven forbid they actually have a down year, the Brewers might be able to just backdoor their way in uh, to the playoffs. Because, because the pitching that the Brewers have makes them at least competitive, no matter what, and that's that that right away puts them in my mind a second place team in this division, no matter what the offense does. Yeah, I was uh, I, I was kind of thinking that I, I you know I, I think it's one of those years where we look for hope. We start out the season saying hopefully this can happen. Hopefully we get this. Hopefully you get somebody that's able to kind of live up to the expectation. Ho- you know what I mean? That there's hope. But, uh, you know, as far as realistic expectation of being able to say, oh, yeah, no problem, 
this is what the, the Brewers are going to be able to do this year to be competitive? I, I think right now it's a huge question mark. We have no idea how good this team is or isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the truth. And, and what they are on offense is is young and getting younger. I mean, they, they have the Garrett Mitchells of the world that are, you know, that are coming up and you've got that next group behind him, the South Fralix, you know, those guys like this is, this offense is going to change quite a bit down the road. And if you give it another year or two, I think you've got good young offensive pieces that'll start to develop. It'll remind you, I think a little bit of what's well, see what the year would be 2005 or six when it was, you know, you, you had Braun and Fielder and Hart and Ricky Weeks, and these guys were all kind of debuting together. The Brewers sort of unveiled a brand-new offense. I could see that happening to some extent, uh, but it's just they're just not in that position yet. It's, it's a young offense, and I don't think you want to, uh, you know, necessarily depend on them to win you games. I mean, look, if Christian Yelich turns into 2019 Christian Yelich, then, then we have to change this whole conversation. Like, he's, you know, he, he puts them in a – in a mode to compete in the NL if he's the old him. I just don't know if I believe in that right now. Uh, Got to ask you a little bit of Bucks and uh, the Jay Crowder trade and what's going on there. Uh, it certainly feels like this team's gearing up for a stretch run. You certainly hope they can. But to me, it's all about getting healthy. As good as they can be and what they've been able to do as of late, uh, I look at Crowder as kind of like the uh, the 2.0 of P.J. Tucker. He brings a little nasty, brings some defensive boards, but he also brings a lot better offense than what P.J. Tucker was able to give Give me your thoughts on the direction our Bucks are going right now. Yeah, I think I think you, you hit the Crowder thing right on the head, and and I think that the one thing I'd add is that what PJ Tucker was to the Bucks was a, a, a emotional piece. He was a, he was the guy that came up with wee dogs, you know. He was he right. was the guy that that bully a little bit that could you know like I, I think there was an emotional presence you know with Tucker that helped the Bucks move along. And I think Crowder can provide that even if he isn't playing a ton of minutes. So I, I don't know if I necessarily will judge Crowder's success in minutes played. I think it, it may just be chemistry and atmosphere and what he can bring in on that side of it. Chris Middleton to me is the most important piece. If, if Middleton is anywhere near the Middleton of, of, you know, pre-injury, you know, up until a year ago, I, there's no reason in my mind that they can at least make it to the Eastern conference finals you catch a break. I imagine that's Boston you face this year. If you catch a break in that, you can make it to the NBA Finals. And a Bucks Suns rematch would be a lot of fun, especially with with Durant on the oh, Suns. Yeah. Like, there's so many layers of of Bucks playoff history there because of what they did to Durant with the Nets, and now you add the Suns into the mix. Like that, this could be. Look, I, Bill, we can't take any vacation in June. It's going to get real nutty around here. I'm looking forward to it, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, hang in there. I know that uh, the Brewers have some kind of success in them. I just don't know what it is. Now, you doing a Telemundo again this year? Yeah, we're back for 13. Uh, the first one is April 9th. So it's Sunday home games, and it's statewide on uh, Telemundo, Wisconsin. So everybody in Wisconsin uh, listening to you can catch us on uh, on Telemundo. I, I'm going to need to get some coffee and me to get that Spanish going, man. Excellent. Excellent stuff. All right, bud. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, Bill. Always appreciate it. Thanks, pal. Talk to you. There you go. Kevin Holden, CBS 58. Find him at 321Q Kevin over on Twitter. That's 321Q Kevin over on Twitter. And thanks to him for joining us for a couple of minutes. Yeah, you kind of get the, the sense. And, and, and Kevin is as big a baseball fan as I know. And uh, a big time Brewers fan. And there's just not a lot of optimism there. Uh, as much as I want to get into opening day, and I do, opening day is should be a, a holiday pretty much across the country. 
but uh, it's uh, a rite of passage here. We all know that. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to spring games. I get all that, but I just, I don't have a lot of hope. And I, you know, it's one of those things where we never really took into consideration the fact that Valley's, uh, Valley Sports, after making that giant acquisition of Fox Sports a long time ago, um, when Valley's took over, uh, that Valley's took over and they changed everything and now they're bankrupt. It's like, wow, when you're not paying the bills, now what? And when teams aren't getting the cash, now what? You're you're hurting that acquisition alone. I mean, it's almost like you wish just Major League Baseball would take it back over. You know, just MLB, just do it, or the Brewers would sell it themselves locally. You know, the Brewers just buy their own channel. You know, you would love to do that, although they don't want the expense of paying it, selling it, the whole thing. But, man. All right, let's do this. Uh, 877-867-1670. Going to open up the phone lines when we come back. Got a lot more to get to. Don't forget about our friends over there at JNL Tire Service. They're in Johnson Creek, right off of 94. And just north, uh, as a matter of fact, of 94. You can see them right there off the highway at the Johnson Creek exit, north of 94. Everything from, you know, minivans, sedans, coupes to 18-wheelers. They can handle it all. Tires, brakes, oil changes, you name it. Whatever you need, they can do it. They are trustworthy people. They are uh, philanthropic people. They are community-minded people. That's the best part. But not to mention they are honest and they do the job right. They do the job right, and they can say, look, we'll stand behind our service. That's That means the most to you, especially when you're looking at the, the charges uh, of dealerships. It's worth the drive. Johnson Creek, just north. That's right off of 94, jnltire.com. That is jnltire.com. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of The Bill Michael Show next. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. He's come back down to earth, according to uh, one scout. He's come back down to earth regarding Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you what that's all about coming up here in, a, in just a minute. But uh, don't forget about Joe and Ellen Hennis. First of all, uh, our friends out there at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke in the Water, uh, terrific place. Uh, and Smoke on the Water obviously has so much j- just you know going on out there on Okachi Lake. Uh, and tremendous place. The barbecue uh, is fantastic. The They really have upped. They have a big Valentine's dinner tonight, a three-course meal, if you haven't gotten in on that already. Uh, molten lava cake and peach cobblers for desserts, uh, crab cakes for starters. Uh, they've got brie. They've got filet. Uh, they've got grouper and shrimp. Uh, they've got a really good menu coming up tonight. So if you're looking to get out and do something for Valentine's Day tonight, that's it. And uh, I'll tell you what, Chef Jerry Garcia, whew, he has really, really done some good stuff, uh, which is, uh, you know, just phenomenal, uh, not only for the food, but they've got great entertainment out there as well. And they've got a music series going on out there. So check it out. Go to Smoke on the Water, uh, Smoke on the Water, BBQ Okachi over on uh, Facebook. You can follow them or just stop out and check it out. But Sloppy Joe's as well. If you're looking for a terrific breakfast, just a good old fashioned Wisconsin bar. I say that all the time. Just a good old fashioned Wisconsin bar. That's just, it's just, that's what Sloppy Joe's is on Hubertus and Hubertus just east of Holy Hill. So either place you can't go wrong. So Ben, do you want to, 
Do you, do you want to explain? <laughs> no, ta- I don't. Oh my god! Uh, you know, I, I I so I get this notification, and it comes up and it says, you know, hey, that uh, you know, uh, Fan Nation and Packer Central and such, and there's a scout that talks about Aaron Rodgers and the skills and what he can do and all this kind of stuff, and he can win an MVP and right, blah blah blah. Um, and then you get the end of his appearance on McAfee and it deals with UFOs. Yeah. Grant Bills texted me and gave a very sincere apology for what I'm going through today. Yeah. Um, Not to mention the Eagles lost, but that I just watched that entire thing and listened to it. They were, they were talking about all the stuff that's getting shot out of the air, you know, the balloons and things of that nature and, uh, you know, theories about it. And they, they got deep into that stuff. There was nothing interesting. They talked about the bathtub in the room where it's dark. Um, I don't know. That's it. It was a it was a waste of my time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's um it's a little it's I'll, I'll say this. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. Let's let's put it that way. I can live with that. The word entertaining. Um, but to get into the UFOs and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> uh, it's just, you know what? If you don't realize by now that Aaron Rodgers is a different level of thinker, then I don't know where you've been. It just He just is. Sometimes you roll your head, you roll your eyes, and you go, oh, oh boy, God, you know, okay, whatever. But he's just, he's a different level of thinker. I don't know how else to put it. That's it. That's it. Um, He did say at the end of his appearance, when they asked him about the Colts and the Jets and the Raiders, he said, quote, 18 years, man, that's always going to be home. um, Meaning, meaning Greenback. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I've said all along, I don't think he, I, I, my thought is he doesn't want to leave. That's always been my thought. Now we'll, we'll see, but that's always been my thought. Um, I want to go. David says, I understand that you have a bias because you're part of the media. No, I have a bias. I do if I have a bias. I will say, okay, let me, let me back this up because uh, I'm a part of it. And David, if it wasn't for the fact that when we talk about Rogers, the stream is out of its damn mind. And the minute you talk about Brewers or Bucks or Badgers or anything else, people tune out. So you can say what you want about the media, but people can't get enough of it. The consumption of Aaron Rodgers stuff is amazing. He says, go back to the end of the season. Rodgers said he would take some time and figure it out as far as what he wants to do. The media couldn't accept that and started the rumors. He hasn't come out with any statements, only answering questions. Uh, each answer is taken by the media and dissected and stretched and twisted. The easy target here is Rogers for sure. Why not just wait until he decides? David, again, he is going on a show to talk about it. That's not the media. What about that? Don't you understand? We're not. We're not sitting there asking the questions. He's going on a show in which he has agreed to do interviews with Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk, his buddy. And then they ask him the questions. Now, do we dissect it? Yeah. But there are things that he says that you have to pay attention to to figure out kind of where he's coming from sometimes. 
because he's a he's a complex cat. Sometimes you just go, I agree with you. You just go, hey, he's going to let us know when he lets us know. And I've been saying that all along. My argument has always been, and it will always be, if he's in it and he, he's all in, I'd like to see him come back and run it back. If he's not, then trade him away. To me, it's that simple. But you can kind of take yourself and say, okay, if David Carr ends up with the Jets today after 4 o'clock this afternoon and they got a deal in place, then chances are when the Jets called the Packers, the Packers said, yeah, we're not trading them. You can infer some things from that. So there are some things to dissect. Other than that, you know, like I said, you don't say a word, nobody talks about you. Another hour yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.